Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And as we are on this path of self-mastery, we are going inward and expanding our third eye even further so we can truly manifest. We are going to learn about that today with my guest, who is a seer and a scientist, who says that this manifestation is here for us now in a powerful way. She's going to share her technique uh, that ties together the three minds of the gut, the heart, and the mind. Elizabeth Wood is back with us once again. Elizabeth, thank you. Welcome back to Quantum Conversations. Thank you, Lauren. I love being here. I love having you here. We're going to take some interaction with our callers today as we explore our third eye, ways to expand it and work with it. Before we get there, though, let's talk about what we were just talking about offline here, and that is we are in a world that is moving into more of the fifth dimensional energies, and that means transparency is coming about. We see this in so many ways. And we were chatting about the video world. And for some, that could still be kind of a shy experience. Personally, it feels very um, I feel very shy around it. And I immediately sense that this is definitely a past life or several past lives, and even how it's carried forth in this life. But you said something about your own personal story, and that was very empowering. So I'd like to share that with everyone, because you learned at a very young and tender age in your high school years that nobody cared what you looked like. So that was a big lesson of um, being seen, you know, the way we are seen and being seen, seeing and being seen. And for you to have that experience, it really 
helped you. But there's another facet to that experience. So share your story because it ultimately led you into the work that you're doing today. And you healed yourself. Yes, precisely. So I was uh, super lucky to be very um, intuitive. And I had a very open third eye as a teenager. And one day I was 14 years old. And I was sitting in the front of my high school, and I realized that no one, no one around me, because I could hear people's thoughts, which later I learned is actually rude to listen in, but I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) And so I could hear people's thoughts, and I realized not one time, not one time had I ever heard anyone ever think about what I looked like. And it just dawned on me, oh my gosh, no one cares what I look like. I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to mm-hmm. worry at all. And this was really big for me at the at the time because I suffered from terrible cystic acne. And I looked like somebody had, and I told Lorenz, somebody had beat me up with a meat tenderizer, literally. My face was so covered in cysts that they were black and blue and red, and it was awful. And it was so bad that I, and I knew it was because when I would walk in the kitchen one morning, uh, my dad started to cry when he looked at me. So mm-hmm. I knew, I knew I was in trouble and I was put on that, uh, on different, four different, well, it was actually more like six different antibiotics and also the drug Accutane for four years. And it almost killed me. And one day I I realized when I was in all this agony and my basically my gut was imploding and I I looked in the mirror and I said I've got this I've got this and I know that I'm gonna be able to heal myself I just knew it in my heart and I went and I started to study natural medicine and I've done that ever since so it's been a very long time almost 20 years of studying uh, natural medicine. And so I was able to heal myself. And it was in many, many layers of healing, um, especially the gut. And I did so much work on that over a decade until one day, one day for the very first time, I went to the grocery store, and I was in my late 20s, actually. I went to the grocery store without any makeup on. And the idea of doing that, to to me was terrifying <laughs> it was horrible because even though i had realized no one cared about what i looked like i cared very deeply about how i was seen so mm-hmm. i would spend a long time doing makeup every morning and i got really good at even like theater makeup cuz i did theater um and that moment that i could go outside and go do stuff in public and not wear any makeup and stop worrying at all about how i was being seen and instead and here's the key piece lead my authentic life being fully genuine just me just myself it was so big for me and just recently i have been processing the same concept when it comes to video and photos of the self mm-hmm. um how I'm being seen. And so what I did the other day to help myself process this was I took a picture, I took a selfie while I was saying a prayer to Source. And it captured the sparkling moment of me being genuine and just being super 
real, no makeup, just love, tons of it, and one little photo. Now we live, um, you know, in this world where we can hide behind our screens, we can hide behind the phone, and we can post very specific pictures of ourselves. And trust me, I know how many selfies it takes to get the perfect selfie. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, and, and then we forget the importance of being vulnerable and being validated in that vulnerability because there's so, so much to discover in that. And so here we are, we're leading into the video realm, the the age of video, the age of transparency, the age of authenticity and alignment. And this is a cosmic thing. It's not just a earth thing. So, you know, as we're coming closer and closer to full disclosure, this is important to ask ourselves, what's it going to mean for me to truly be aligned and vulnerable in that alignment and how can I be a good witness with no judgment and unconditional love? And how can I also be open to being seen and and not feel like I have to control every minute detail about how I'm being seen? Mm-hmm. Um, but that 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 takes that takes a feeling of trust and and a feeling of safety. Um, and I think that's really really important as we lead into understanding how the third eye can help us with all of that. And that is the topic of our conversation today and where we're going to move our conversation into. I just want to thank you for sharing that story because we are moving into the times of super transparency. Social media has that all over the place and um, being in being vulnerable, but being in alignment and really allowing our authenticity to show. So thank you for that that um, sharing of your personal story and how you overcame it. And so beautiful, too, that you mentioned you wish you could show a photo to your younger self of yourself now completely healed and beautiful from that. So, oh, yes. Yeah, that's quantum. Yes. And I can do that because there is only one time. And so in that moment, I can share that. I can go back to my 17-year-old self and, and show her this, and it changes my whole experience of myself and my time. So that's something really special that the third eye can also do for us, being able to go into those inner selves and healing each of them by witnessing them, hugging them, loving them, showing them what the future really looks like. That's an incredible way to heal. So I feel more healed by even talking about it. Beautiful. And, and yeah, it, it, it is a quantum. It's totally quantum. It's time quantum. It's time, time quantum. <laughs> Absolutely. As we know, in that quantum realm, there is no time. And so in my own personal experience, I shared with you that my stepfather took my curling iron away, and this was in the 80s. <laughs> and if you had a curling iron in the 80s, you know your hair was something else, right? And so to have totally straight hair and to not have a curling iron 
that to me was something incredible. So I feel healed. To me, that just seems like a, a mundane story, maybe an egotistical story, a vain story, but it helps me heal from that. And I absolutely recognize uh, the past lives within that too. And so doing this work, going within to heal that is really powerful. We can do it just by communicating with that younger person of ourselves and past lives as well. All right, so let's shift into the topic of our show today because you're going to, you're so intuitive. You're going to help uh, people on our call identify what's going on with their pineal gland, their third eye. So this is powerful because when we work with this opening or expansion of the third eye, we can manifest. So talk a little bit about what's going on here. Yeah. So since the human is actually an interdimensional being, this is where we have to start because we're so used to trying to survive in these amazing bodies, these beautiful body machines, which are are basically our spaceships in the 3D. So we're riding around in these 3D spaceships and we have forgotten who we really are and we really are fourth dimensional beings. We entered into these bodies at a certain time and a certain place and that's actually the key because if you understand that you are a fourth dimensional being, then you can start to realize that you actually have access to that whole other dimension. Now, we all know that the spiritual realm has a really dramatic effect on the 3D. So when people start to tap into their deeper spirituality, even at the very beginning, it can have a profound effect on the material world and how they experience the world and then what comes back to them in the 3D. But we need to understand that the next level of that thinking is that you can actually create on that dimension. And this is so powerful. This is really the root of true manifestation. Yes, you can do many amazing things to organize the 3D and help yourself manifest properly. Things like getting rid of clutter, uh, dealing with bad relationships, um, learning how to communicate better. There's all these really great things that you can do in the 3D. But without having the foundation of the spiritual realm serving what you're trying to create, it will keep kind of petering out because it won't have the really great taproot into the spiritual realm, which is actually your true identity. So to have access to the fourth dimension is is actually incredibly easy because every single person on this planet is psychic. You are psychic because that is how your body is actually wired. So part of what I look at for people in sessions is I look at the third eye and I check it out. And on the inner planes, which we can call the fourth dimension the inner planes, on the inner planes, each human has this incredible, beautiful third eye to examine. And actually, when I look at it, it looks exactly like just a big, huge, amazing eye. And it can be indicative of many different health issues. So for example... Someone who has heavy metal poisoning um, can actually have a very clouded third eye. And I'll be able to determine almost 
almost immediately looking at the third eye if they've got liver issues, heavy metal problems, um, a lot of different other issues can arise. Sometimes people have programs that have kept them from being able to use their third eye. The third eye has a lid, so it can be open or shut. It can be halfway open. It can be just a tiny little bit open. It can be fully open. Um, so it's really incredible that the third eye can actually really be accessed by something that we call imagination. And I like to define it less as daydreaming and more as divine imagination. And when you know that it's your imagination that can take you to these beautiful places and allow you the ability to create on the fourth dimension, then you've entered into this new realm of creativity, of co-creation with the universe. So on the fourth dimension, you can imagine yourself in certain ways. You can imagine tools. You can imagine places. You can create tools, places, and you can create different gifts for people. You can create, um, for example, let's say from a business perspective, Let's say somebody came to me and they said, I really need my business to come to the next level. And I would say to them, how much inner work have you done to create that business on the fourth dimension? And probably most people are going to be like, um, not much. <laughs> so it's literally that they are going to imagine exactly how their business will work and look on a spiritual, beautiful level. And it could be that they imagine the building that they want to be in and all the different kinds of people that they will be working with and the scenery and and how it will feel and how it will flow. And then they want to be able to see all the clients that they're going to work with and all the money and flowing properly with no debts and um, just an incredible system. And they want to be able to imagine every layer of that. And when you do that inner work and you actually create it and you continuously utilize it, then you start to feel it. You start to feel it expanding out from the spiritual will, the spiritual divine will, the soul, expanding out from the fourth dimension into the third, where then everything you do is defined by the frequency of that inner spiritual work that you've done. So let's take it to sort of like a relationship level too. Uh, someone who wants to be able to find their twin flame. Spending time visualizing that relationship and how it's going to be on the spiritual plane will attract that incredible same frequency level. This is not just imagining things in your mind like, oh, I really like that car, I'm going to imagine myself in that car. This is creating that car from the ground up on the fourth dimension and then utilizing it regularly <laughs> in your meditations. Um, yes, as you still continue to give it energy, you're mm -hmm. still anchoring into that feeling. Yes. And it becomes so much more than just a feeling. It's very, um, it becomes so real that your whole body is in tune with that. And your whole body wants to access it. So 
the frequency from that fourth dimension and the soul, the divine will, moves through you into the 3D. And then you start to see that magic happen. You start to actually see synchronicity. You start to actually see um, patterns. And then you start to see even the exact things that you had imagined and created appear, which is totally real. It absolutely happens all the time. Um, and on a on a healing level, I think that's also really important because yes, it's really great to think of success and and really great relationships, but we really must heal ourselves. And what I've found is that if you're able to tie spiritual places to certain parts of your body, you can create incredible physical healing. And what I'm talking about is let's say you suffer with mental issues like depression, you want to identify where that that depression started. Perhaps it was your 17-year-old self, um, like me. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I can go go to her. I can find her on my inner self. And I can say, hey, young Elizabeth, I'd really like to show you something even more amazing. Let's go to this beautiful place that you can live forever now. You never have to be sad and depressed and lonely and and deprived. You can have everything you need. Let's go through all the details. Let's create a beautiful room that you're going to like. And I'm totally serious. We're talking like exact couches and, you know, throws to put on the couch and the exact animals that you would like to be around and what kind of beautiful scenery are we looking at. You can do this for all these different parts of yourself, and you can create as big of a space and most the grand, most grandiose things you want for all these pieces of the shattered ego. And what happens is that those pieces of the shattered ego feel so much better, they feel so much more loved because you've actually spent time nurturing them, that they quiet down. And then you get to enjoy a quiet mind that is very present And that's incredible. We can do this for the heart and the gut, too. You can actually go into your gut and spiritually create a beautiful garden. And it it has an influence on the physical well-being of the gut. Or, for example, the heart. We can go into the heart and we can say, my heart looks like a beautiful beach. And there are pearls everywhere. And this is what I'm going to experience whenever I feel into my heart. I want to tie this beautiful spiritual space that I've created to my heart. And when I feel love, I want to basically give pearls of beauty from this space out to every person I want to. I'm just literally making this up right now. But it's exactly like that. We can work through different parts of our body to heal um, and it can even be something as simple as my elbow hurts. I'm going to go into my elbow at the spiritual level, and I'm going to look at I'm going to heal it on that spiritual level. And this is really what quantum healing is. And going into the elbow and healing it from that spiritual place where you feel coolness going into the elbow, you feel coolness going into the migraine that you're having. And it's gently being washed away by the waves of the beach in your mind. This is how powerful your third eye is, that you have access 
to this level of creation. And this is real. It's fourth dimensional, incredible creator being energy that each of us has capabilities to access. Creating, really steering our consciousness. That is what it means to steer our consciousness. And then to hold that vision always and build upon it. Okay, it is fourth dimensional inner work, really. So you said this is the inner work, and it really is important to steer the consciousness towards that and to visualize it. And then you said to create it and utilize it. Um, Again, to utilize it means to keep going back to it? Yeah, to keep going back to it over and over again. Something that that really helps me understand this is something my father said to me at one point. And um, I was homeschooled, so we learned a lot about World War II one of the years I was homeschooled. And he pointed out, you know, all the tragedies and horrible traumas that people had gone through as we were learning about World War II. And he said to me, Elizabeth, you know, it's really incredible, these stories of survival that you'll read about. And he said, if you learn anything from it, I want you to know that no one can ever take away the paradise of your mind. And that totally blew me away because I then, right that moment, realized that no matter where I was, I always had the beautiful plane, the spiritual plane, that I could create anything I wanted and I could have access to anything I wanted I've never really had like a really big, huge tropical vacation, but I know what it feels like, Lauren, to have my feet in beautiful white sand and to smell that beautiful turquoise water and to feel the warm air and hear the palm trees. I know what it feels like because that is my third eye. I'm able to go wherever I want to. I have access to the whole planet, in fact, the whole cosmos. And if I want to go look and and examine a black hole, I can. (laughs) If I want to go to see the Pleiades and see where they came from, I can. And that's the power of this. It's it's also access. So it's creative and it's co-creative with the universe because you're using the oneness energy that you have deep within your divine soul to have that divine imagination and have access to anything that's in the universe um, to create for yourself, for your 3D experience. But then you also have this cosmic access to all the dimensions from there. And we're talking about literally going from the fourth dimensional soul out and enjoying the fifth dimension, the fractal dimension which is coming upon the planet right now enjoying the concept of all possibilities or moving upwards into the sixth dimension where there's the Syrians and the Pleiadians and into the seventh dimension where there's the angels and actually experiencing these realms and spending time there. And um, you're still, you can still be in your physical body and go to these places with the third eye because your third eye is like your gateway to all the dimensions but especially the fourth dimension and that's the human that's actually more the human dimension than the third dimension is honestly <laughs> oh interesting yeah 
So the humans are, we're from the fourth dimension. That's where we go to when we finish with these bodies. And the astral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's very much astral. And it is an incredible, beautiful place of oneness. Now, most people, when they first really look into the fourth dimension, they're like, it's really dark, Elizabeth. <laughs> that would be the lower, right? Well, kind of. It's sort of like, yes, it is dark because it requires your creative energy to make it look like something. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh-huh. and I always point to everybody. I'm like, yes, it seems dark, but look at me and um or usually I use myself as a as a focal point. I say, "All right, look at me. Just just look at me and and you'll notice something." that I'm illuminated from seemingly nowhere. Where's this light coming from? Where 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 is this light source? Everything is illuminated, but it seems so dark. And I say, you know, let's find out where this light's coming from and we all get to look up, look up deep into the fourth dimension and there is this beautiful river of intelligent light expanding as far as you can see this is source that's source light energy it holds all of the dimensions of this universe together and the whole multiverse together and this permeates everything including the beautiful third dimension and all of the different layers that it has there it permeates all of it and that's what illuminates us but we have direct access to it and then we can, from there, physically feel the energy of source light moving through us because we can see it. We can see it moving through us, through the crown, through the body, as a conduit of this intelligent light. And this light also has a transformative effect. So when we help people, remo- when I help people remove objects, for example, a good example. Um, I was working with a, a soldier one time, and I was doing a medical intuitive s- spiritual scan of him, and he was wearing this really heavy backpack, his rucksack, and he was ready to let go of it. He didn't want to unwrap it. He just wanted to be done with it. And I said, do you want to turn it into something? Because on the fourth dimension, you can. And he said, nope, I just want to be done with it. And I said, all right, I want you to see yourself lift it up above your head, and give it to Source. And as Source takes it, Source transforms it into the most beautiful basic elements of intelligent light, which creates all things, including us. And so it can be utilized again, just like everything in the universe breaks down into its very basic pieces, including it basically breaks down into usable light energy. And that's exactly what happens on the fourth dimension to spiritual objects that we might be dealing with that we want to get rid of, for example. Um, But let's say he wanted to transform it into something else. He can transform his pains. He can transform them into tools that can serve him or gifts for the collective or a special cause. One woman took the pain that she had experienced as a child that really literally was like claws in her heart. And she took those claws out and she transformed them into beautiful butterflies that she gifted to all the children of the world. And it was magnificent 
to watch it moving out of her whole body and her hands out into the world so that those children could quantumly feel an incredible kiss of a love from this beautiful woman just at that special moment. It's very beautiful. So this is the incredible power and access we have just with the third eye, just with that part of our body. Mm, again, using divine imagination to truly transmute that energy. Okay, so it's not make-believe. It really is the power of the mind through the visualization. And we've seen a lot about that in self-help books, but this is really where it goes quantum, where you're using the third eye. So let's talk a little bit more about that. How do we begin to trust our third eye, to open our third eye, uh, and really connect with the intuition that's speaking to us? Yeah, and this is where I walk people through a very simple, basic set of understandings about the third eye. First and foremost, to connect to the third eye, and this is something that nobody ever says really, you you should touch it. When we touch using our hands, when we touch a part of our body, it brings full present awareness to that part of our body. So if everyone wanted to right now, we could touch our third eye together. What I like to do is I actually like to rub it a little bit. And I'll rub it around and around. I'll rub it down on the left and up on the right because that's how energy tends to flow in the body. And I just say hello, hello to my third eye. And it's part of my brain mind, so I recognize that. And I just say hello, hello, dear third eye. Thank you so much for serving me so well. Now that's the very first step to bringing awareness to that part of ourself. And then we want to practice with it. Um, Most people that I have sessions with tend to be a little bit afraid of what they're going to see. They might have had some kind of experience or they were shut down at some point. And that's okay. We have to embrace it. Don't resist the fear. The fear is actually part of what your body's saying. We need to be careful and we need to be prepared. And that is absolutely true. You should be careful and you should be prepared. You don't want to go remote viewing weird places <laughs> or or bad places. You want to remote view beautiful, safe places. You don't want to be going to search out, say, for example, um, dead relatives the first time that you're practicing with your third eye. And you certainly don't want to be searching out any beings that you don't have any knowledge about per se so we really want to be wise about that now one of the things i point out to people is that you always have bodyguards and they are your angels they outnumber humans on the planet they are very happy to serve you call upon them ask your angels to step up and to protect you as you practice with your third eye that can be an incredible supportive feeling. If you have trouble connecting to those angels, don't worry about that so much. Just know that you're, uh, as long as you are really focused at what you're going to be doing as you're practicing with your third eye 
and you just stick with that, then you're totally fine. You're safe. Don't worry about anything else. Just focus in on working those muscles. Kind of like how when you go to a gym, you feel safe when you're in the gym because it's familiar. You need to get familiar with the fourth dimension. And then you'll feel safer and safer to do more and more different sorts of things. You're not going to be running around in the spiritual battleground like an advanced person is going to do. You need to just stick with the basics first. Learn how to lift the weights. So the next step is learning how to lift the weights. And we want to do really simple exercises first because the third eye, just like every muscle, can get worn out. It can get worn out, and I see this a lot when people are working with their third eye and they're doing it really hard, and then their third eye gets all kinds of red and can even catch, like, third eye colds, which is super funny, but it happens. Um, (laughs) And so we want to do some of the basics, and there's a couple of things I say that we can do to practice kind of understanding how to shift from the third dimension to the fourth dimension and back. So the first thing is that you want to get three objects that you can fit in your hand. And I don't suggest cards because they're a little bit flat and boring. But like maybe a rock and then like two other objects that are similar size. And then you want to hold them in your hand. You want to just examine them and you want to look at them and kind of memorize a little bit about what they look like. Then you're going to close your your 3D eyes. And you're going to look at the object again with your third eye. And the way you do that is you imagine the object in your hand. You imagine the object in your hand. Now, this is something that's really incredible because as you imagine it, it may change. It may change shape. It may change color. And that's totally okay. Let it do its thing. Don't try to force it to be anything else. That's something else that's really important, to be able to go in and out, back and forth between these two dimensions. You can't force anything. Stuff's going to look funny on the on the spiritual realm because it's not physical. It's, it's totally uh, frequency-based, so it's going to shift. It's going to have its own thing going on. So that rock, while it might be red in the third dimension, in the fourth dimension, it might want to be blue. Let it be blue. <laughs> So then we look at your three objects and you you kind of take notes. You can even write it down about what you see, how it looks different on the fourth dimension or not. And then you'll find three containers that are exactly the same and you'll put them in those containers. You'll shuffle them around, you'll put them away and you'll go to work or go to school and you come back and you pull the containers out in a way that you won't be able to guess very easily what's inside of them, and then have a seat, close your eyes, and examine them. Imagine the boxes in front of you. Imagine the objects inside. You're going to be amazed at how good you are at this (laughs) because you are naturally able to be psychic and see into multiple dimensions. So when you start to play around with the 3D um, 40 back and forth, this is one of those really easy exercises you can use. Another one is actually to just sit in your room, a familiar room, and examine it, memorize where everything is, just kind of look around, and then close your eyes and do it again with your third eye. 
see how your bed might be a little bit wobbly and kind of shifts. It doesn't stay still. Perhaps the door kind of bends a little bit. Everything on the fourth dimension, when it's tied to a third dimensional object, will have a spiritual mark on the fourth dimension. And this actually goes into when you're examining other people because the spiritual marks of the mental, the spiritual marks of people's experiences, the spiritual marks of their hearts and their guts, their diets, their their whole lives will show up on the fourth dimension when you examine someone very closely. So people will wear all of their experiences. They will wear their traumas. And that's what I see when I see someone in their most vulnerable state. They need me to come with no judgment. And so you can do this for yourself. Go and look in the mirror. Examine yourself in the third dimension and then close your eyes and examine yourself on the fourth dimensional mirror that is right there and see See yourself. See the crown that you wear. See the beautiful connection of light coming through your crown. See the energy of the third eye. See all that you might be in that beautiful dimension. And then start to play with it. Say, I want to wear the most amazing flowing pink gown. And it's going to have these embroideries. And as you say that to yourself, create it. Allow that to come through and wear it and see yourself wearing it. This is so special that we can do this for ourselves. And this is the very simple basics to begin shifting between the third and fourth dimension easily. Eventually, you're going to be able to go have fun and like the next level is actually to go to places that are you're not familiar with and looking into the energy of that place. Um, one of my my dearest friends who taught me about the fact that I was even a good seer because I had never been told that really before, and she said, um, oh, she would we would go to lunch and she'd say, Elizabeth, look into this restaurant, look at the energy of this restaurant and tell me what you see. What are, are there any structures? Is there any flowing energy? Is there any blockages? Is there any dark energy? And so she'd ask me all these interesting things. And she'd say, um, go spend some time looking at nature. Go look at a rose and then close your eyes and look at the spiritual rose. Because that rose has a spiritual energy. What does it look like? Does it move? Does it shift at all? Does it have a different color? What kind of beautiful energy does it have on the fourth dimension? So you can continue to take these same steps and go and try them out into different places in different ways. It's very exciting. Um, After all these years of seeing, I've finally started to try to find new ways to test myself. And uh, I found that I'm actually able to see uh, crystal essences remotely so I can see the essence of it. Um, without knowing what essence it's, it is. And I am I love it, so I'm going to keep trying to do this with my friend. He was, being, he was able to pull them up. But test yourself. See if you can 
um, try to find an object that you've lost by sitting very quietly and remote viewing your whole house and just asking for that guidance, that angelic guidance. Dear angels, I can't find my keys. Um, and start to search for them energetically instead of physically and see if your third eye can't serve you in that incredible way. So, yes, these are some of the ways you can begin to trust and become more and more intuitive and learn to really deeply trust the power of the third eye, knowing full well that not everything you will see on the fourth dimension is exact. It will have its own life. It has its own form because the 3D has a lot of quantum levels that you can't see with your 3D eyes. So the fourth dimension will have an expression of them, of those objects or those people or those places. And it's going to be a lot different. So understand that that is going to be the case, but that everything you create with your mind will be pristine on the fourth dimension and we want that pristine energy to move through into the third dimension into everything you do. So there's kind of a back and forth that you've got to be aware of. Yeah, so these are some of the easy ways that people can start to do that, Lauren. Thank you for that. Those are really good tools that you offered, really great exercises for all of us to use to practice, practice, practice in so many ways. You know, when you were sharing um, what that does and how we can go to other places and advance those skills onto the next level, we really begin to talk about remote viewing. And we know that this is real and that we have that capability. And I've even heard people, um, one gal explain this as how she moves in between parallel realities into that reality that she wishes to achieve. For example, if we have a little bit of weight on our belly, she was able to move into a place in the 4D where she created a flat stomach and it did manifest. And I love what you said about deeply trusting the power of of the third eye, knowing that nothing is in 4D is exact, and that everything that we do create on the 4D is pristine, and that we're anchoring it in. And so when we do this, I guess the next thing would say, there could be belief systems that come up and block us. Have you had that happen to yourself? And what do you recommend that we do if there's, if we see something in our mind's eye that we want to bring in and manifest? We open our 3D eyes and we don't see it here yet. It's really important to maintain the vibration, but there could be belief systems or BS in the way. What do you do when that happens? Yeah, so usually... And you asked me if it had ever happened to me. <laughs> um, n- no, but I, uh, I'm i one of those unusual folks who have had some things happen when I was in utero. Um, I was x-rayed, and I believe that that and the timing and the stars and all the alignments um, created what I experienced. I can't shut my third eye. So 
I have to live in that, and I chose this for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I, um, what I experienced while I was growing up was was a lot of demonic attacks. So I was afraid of that all the time, and also dealing with um, people, the uh, the dead souls on the astral plane who were trapped oh. in in this sort of in between halfway place. Um, and you would see that or them. Yes. Yes, and I can also go into buildings. Uh, my parents uh, did not understand what was happening to me, but when I was about five, they took me into Neuschwanstein Castle in Germany, and um, that didn't last very long, the tour. Uh, <laughs> old, I, very old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I could see, I can go into places and I can see what's happened there. Mm. I can go back into the time that um, everything has happened um, and I could do that as a very little kid, so I was seeing all kinds of wicked stuff, and it didn't go very well. Needless to say, mm-hmm. my parents finished the tour without me. Um, <laughs> uh, but the uh, I guess I had to kind of come to terms with this the hard way and kind of go from the hard to the easy to be able to help people, and that's actually really important, I think. Um, mm-hmm. for, in my experience. So most of the time, people have been shut down at some point in their life. They were told that their imagination wasn't real or that they were crazy or something like that. And and those kinds of um, sort of what I would call energetic programming can make us really have a hard time and you'll start to hear voices in your head, which are parts of the shattered ego. And the voices in the head say, this isn't real. This isn't real. You can't do this. And um, even the most spiritually strong people I know have had to deal with that. So the key is to go back in time and find where that time, where that event happened, where that program came in. And find that part of yourself and go and hug them. Go and let them know that you are fully in control and you have a wonderful plan and that you would like them to come along. And then go and do practicing with them there. So you want to have that small version of yourself or that teenage version of yourself or even some adults, like they were able to see really great until their 20s and then they had some kind of demonic attack and then they were over it. They were terrified. So go find that part of yourself and invite them to do a simple practice. Perhaps a visualization practice where you create a beautiful, pristine place for your heart or or something really fun and enjoyable like the object uh, game, trying to play with objects. And just ask that part of yourself to come forward and trust you. And this is how we actually convince all the very complex layers of brain-mind to enjoy seeing, to enjoy your psychic abilities. Not just use them, but actually love them, enjoy them, enjoy them like almost anything more than you could possibly think of because there's such incredible access there. And then... They quiet down. Then you don't have those blockages. You don't have the BS. You don't have the the programs anymore. 
because you've asked those parts of yourself to trust you. And they will, of course, because they are part of you. But it does take some effort and some work to do that and to continuously process that and not resist it. When you feel fear come up, you want to welcome it. You want to welcome that fear and you want to thank the fear. Thank you, fear. Thank you, fear based in my shattered ego self that was hurt at some point. Thank you. Thank you so much because I know you're trying to protect me and I so appreciate it. And right now I'm going to move ahead in full confidence that I'm capable. Will you trust me? And the whole body and the whole mind says, yes, I do. I trust you. And I'm going to do this with you. And that is where the shifts take place. Mm, Beautiful. Thank you. Really feeling into that and feeling empowered and just hearing your story. It is amazing. So I know many of us truly, I know many listening already are working with their third eye and, and utilizing it and have it open, but you've just given us some very direct skills here that we can use to really manifest. Well, we want to do some live one-on-ones with you so that you can look into some of our uh, audience members. And I want to give you a moment, though, to do a short uh, but powerful and very deep meditation that we can use in this process. It's a three minds meditation. Do you want to do that before or after our callers? Let's actually do it now. And because it is actually quite short, um, I know it says 10 minutes, but it could be even shorter. So um, let's do it now because I think that way it can prepare the callers for feeling into um, this whole process. And then they get that little skill set, uh, just another really great easy thing they can do to help themselves uh, play with the three minds and the third eye. Okay, beautiful. Well, we are ready for that. So everyone, let's enjoy. All right. So just take a really big, deep, slow, slow breath. And just be present in the body. And I want you to be conscious of the fact that you are a soul in a body. So we have these two parts to ourselves. We're incredible interdimensional beings. Now go ahead and touch your third eye and gently rub it around again and say, Hi, dear third eye. Hello, brain mind. Hello, brain mind. Thank you so much for serving me today. And we just allow beautiful, pure white light to fill up the brain mind. And now I want you to gently draw with your finger down from your third eye, down the front of your face, down the front of your neck, down your collarbone to your heart. And gently rub your heart and just say, Ah, hello, dear heart. Hello, heart mind. Thank you so much for serving me. I'm so grateful. 
And along that beautiful line that we drew, allow that white light energy to move all the way down into the heart and fill, fill, fill up your chest cavity. Take a big, deep breath. And let that light get a little bit bigger, a nice big bubble of light around the whole heart, expanding out. And now again, we breathe in. And as we breathe out, let that bubble of light get even bigger. Good. And now draw a little line from your heart again down to your belly button. Down to your belly button. And now from there, rub around your belly button with a big open hand. I call this rubbing the Buddha belly. We rub the Buddha belly and we open up the whole gut mind. And we bow to it. We say, hi, dear gut mind. Thank you so much for serving me. Thank you. And now let's take a big deep breath and breathe that white light down into the gut and fill up the whole gut, down into the whole pelvic area. Filling it up with light. Uh, now we take another deep breath and keep rubbing your belly and let it move. Let this white light move down through your legs all the way through your feet, creating a conduit down deep in the earth. And now you can stop rubbing your belly and just... Allow this beautiful three minds configuration. The mind full of light, the heart full of light, and the gut full of light. The whole body, a conduit of beautiful light. And this is the light from source. Visualize with me going into the inner planes onto the fourth dimension and see the incredible intelligent river of light above us. This is the conduit that you are drawing from, this energy. You are the conduit between that energy and the earth. It is between the fourth dimension and the third dimension. You're grounding that divine creative light and co-creating in the third dimension and the fourth dimension with the whole universe. And now we can say, I welcome, I welcome all lessons, I welcome all experiences, I welcome all emotions, I resist nothing, I am one with the source of all things. And one last big breath to solidify this. (sighs) And this is a wonderful way for you to begin your day and experience it not just as a human in a body, but as a beautiful soul experiencing many dimensions and a co-creator with Source. Excellent.
Excellent. Good. I'm glad, Lauren. Thank you for letting me share that. Mm, Beautiful. We are in such a deeply connected inner space, and feeling this vibration is very relaxing and rejuvenating and very wholesome and fortifying. Thank you for that. Okay. In this space, we're going to move forward now and take a few callers. We don't have time for um, everyone, and it's our apologies, but we do get to see beautiful Elizabeth in action and how she works, and that's why we take a few callers. So if you're on the phone, star two will allow you to raise your hand, and we may have time for a few of the Q&A coming in over our text line. Great. So let's go right now to... Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, area code is 443. Hi, you're unmuted. What's your name, please? My name is Kathy. Hi, Hi Kathy. Kathy. How Hi, can I how help are you? you? I'm doing great. Um, well, I've been on a spiritual journey for 10 years, and I feel like I must be doing something wrong with my third eye. Sure. So would you like me to take a look at your third eye and see if I can see any blockages? That would be great. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So the first thing I see, Kathy, is that when I see your third eye, it's mostly shut. And then... I have the ability to kind of examine the eye. So when I was examining it, I could see that you were actually looking inwards. Now, this will sometimes happen when someone is really, really working hard on their spiritual self, and they work so hard at it that they forget that they actually have to practice from on the outside too. So you want to, um, to really open the third eye and to play with it you're going to want to start to do stuff like I suggested earlier, playing with some of the um, beginning interactions, going in and out between the third dimension and fourth dimension. So go and find those objects and do the three or four object game and actually just start from there. Because right now you keep trying to go inward so much that that, that the third eye is confused. So it's thinking that you have to go into your mind or into the self somehow to have access to this. When the third eye really, it can't do that as well if its muscle isn't built up. So you've got to start at the beginning where the third dimension and fourth dimension meet. So you want to start with the 3D first. Does that make sense? Um, I have to go back and listen to the replay. Yeah, so the basics are go find three objects that are similar in size and get a little notepad with you and find three containers that are exactly the same, and they could be like Tupperware with some 
Kleenex or whatever it is that is going to cover up the object and that you're not going to be able to tell the difference very well between these boxes. And you're going to want to uh, actually examine them in the 3D. So you'll hold them in your hand and you'll play around with them and look at them, feel them, examine them, and then close your eyes and imagine them in your hand. So here's the key here. The key word is imagine. Imagination really is just a, an open doorway into the realm of the fourth dimension. So what you're seeing is not made up, per se. The word imagination is sadly um, construed with making stuff up so that it's not real, and that's just not true. That's not what imagination is. It is, however, one of the best words we have for what we're doing when we're using the third eye and, and going into or in and out of the fourth dimension. So you just want to imagine that rock in your hand or that object in your hand and allow it to be what it is. Don't try to force it to be the rock or anything like that. Just allow it to be and see if it is different. See if it changes shape or color and make a note of that. Then you've got your other objects and then you want to go ahead and put them in those um containers after you've examined them all and made the notes of all the energetic differences and you go and you leave those containers in a you mix them up you know go to work and you come back and then you sit in front of them and see if you can see the energy of each of them again visualizing imagining them in those boxes so this is where most people don't they don't realize they actually have to start there because their third eye, like any muscle, has to be exercised properly. What's happened is that you've you've associated your third eye with all this inner work, which is is fine, except it's the wrong order <laughs> of muscular um, training. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, signing up for your class would that help? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm going to be teaching a six-week course, and we're going to be doing it live, of course. There will be recordings, but a brand-new six-week course walking everyone through all of the levels, all of the potentials. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I saw that So on Lorenz's website. So thank you awesome. so much. Yeah, Third Eye Evolution. I'm very excited about it. And, yes, I would love you to join me. I would absolutely love to help you. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for sharing, Kathy. Thank you. You're welcome, too. Thanks so much. It's interesting that our introspection, you know, we are taught to go within, go deep within. But if we're not working with the third eye and looking at the energy patterns. That's really what it is. Uh, We're flexing the muscle, understanding the energy patterns, and the imagination is what leads the course there. So that is very cool. Okay, Um, let's go to another. Oh, by the way, I do want to say we were talking earlier about um, uh, personal sessions with you and a course that is available in your special offer with those courses. So that is a beautiful offering that you've got for everyone. And we have another announcement coming up for 
uh, next year in January 2018, we've oh, got cool. an <laughs> online healing retreat with you, and we're going to go deep in that. We're going to go more into this. This is the yellow crystal seed, the yellow seed crystal. And yeah, the workshop. yellow crystal seed, um, yellow and crystal this is a, a, going to be a workshop, um, and we're going to be going into, um, and and so the offer that I have has the replay of the last one, but we're going to be doing uh, another one that's going to be uh, another level of it. It was so good this last time, um, and I really want people to enjoy that, but the one in January is going to be I think a whole nother place of manifestation, but we'll walk through an incredible amount of beautiful cultural and also deep processes on how to precisely ground this incredible work we've been talking about today in the 3D. So we're talking, mm-hmm. we've talked about the 4D part and the crystal seed workshop is the 3D part too. So it's, we need both in order to really fully manifest these visions that we really want for ourselves and fulfilling the purpose that we have here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really thrilled about that too. Thank you. And and that's why it's so important that we hold our vision of new earth always within our heart, hold the vision and bring it into our world. We will be inspired with the ways to bring that forward. And it will be in our personal businesses and our relationships and our communities. Precisely. Okay, beautiful. Again, that special offer, we invite our listeners to check that out. You can learn about those other courses and downloads that she's got, as well as a personal session. But let's get right straight away to some more of our callers. It looks like um, Jean Marie in North Dade, Florida. And let's see. Jean Marie, you are unmuted. Hi. Hi. Hi, Jean. Uh, Hi. Thank you for taking my call. And, of course. Uh, yes, I would like for you to um, take a look at my uh, third eye and tell me um, what I if there's anything I need to work on and what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for trusting me. So, Gina, your third eye has a cold. <laughs> um, I, can ac- I can actually help you with this. Um, so, if that's okay, um, I can I can help heal your eye. Would would that be all right? Okay. So, um, all you have to do is just take a nice big deep breath, and I'm going to come in, and I'm going to wipe away some of the infection that's in the eye and I'm going to take a deeper look and see what it's what's happening here. All right. So just like our last caller Jean Marie, you have a very you're looking really really deeply inside the self. But I also am seeing that the third eye is showing that you have some gut issues too. Is that the case? Do you do you have some gut tummy problems? Um, at times. Mm-hmm. 
what I'm seeing is actually um, like an overgrowth of some kind of bacteria or perhaps yeast. Um, so tackling that with uh, um, some good activated charcoal and some good probiotics will really help your third eye. All of these things are connected. So when we have problems with any kind of deep stuff in our gut, it can have an effect on the third eye. Um, and I see also that it's just the case of intro, super introspection. But I'm wondering, because your eye is half open, so that means that you actually have the ability to see certain things. Um, do you feel that that's the case? Are you able to see certain things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can you see your angels? Uh, I have I have seen, uh, but mostly have seen in um, in uh, dreams. Yeah. Okay. So, um, do you sometimes see flashes of light, pinpoints, or sparkles of light, globes of light? Yeah. That's angels. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so now that you know that. That'll help because they're wanting to come through big time for you and serve you. You have four beautiful angels. So that's something that you can work with and actually help yourself um, perceive even more. But um, in this case, again, you're going to want to practice with that very starting point and build that muscle up. Uh, kind of like, you know, you wouldn't go and go lifting weights with, like, you know, 200 pounds of weights right away. you got to start with 10 pounds. Um, so practice with that a little bit so that the muscles of the third eye can learn how to see outward more and perceive that beautiful uh, gateway between the third and fourth dimension more and more. And then what's going to happen is your third eye is going to feel better. Working on your gut flora will help. And then you'll start to perceive your angels all the time, which is really quite fun because um, they're great to talk to, and you'll get to be able to communicate to them better. Yes, I, I, I'm looking forward to that. And, oh, um, it will happen. It will happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, yeah, good. Think, yes. You mentioned something about charcoal? Yes, oh, activated oh, charcoal. Um, that can really help get rid of that the poison of candida as it dies off in the gut. Oh, okay. And provide. Okay. Thank you yeah. so very much. You're very welcome. Yes. Thanks. Thank you, Jean Marie. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. So now, when you mentioned, um, you asked her if she saw points of light or sparks or orbs. Could that also be in the mind's eye, or like when we close our eyes? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, since they're seventh dimensional, they'll come in, they'll come through both realms that the human tends to live on. Um and and eventually as people work on their vibration and frequency as you know, Loren, they can have access to those realms. But for now, most people just really need support on learning how to go back and forth between the third and fourth dimension. <laughs> and then eventually they can go visit the angelic realms. But the angels are wonderful, and they work really hard to come through. 
And um, one of the ways I'm able to perceive my angels is I actually am able to see them all of the time um, as beings of incredible light. But as I'm sitting here in the 3D with my eyes open, they will uh, show me flashes of light or or come through as flashes or sparkles or orbs. And that's them communicating, letting me know that they like like what I'm saying or or that they... Um, well, that they approve in some way or that they have information for me. So um, if people see that, uh, uh, that's usually a sign that their angels are trying to communicate with them. Even if it's just really simple like, hey, I'm here kind of communication, that's the angels. Mm. Okay, very cool. All right, let's go to another caller while we still have some time here. We are going to go to... I believe it's Marcy in Houston. Hi, Marcy. Hi, how are you? Good. Hi, Marcy. Hi there. Thank you for taking my call. Yes. How mm-hmm. can I help you? Yes, uh, thank you, Elizabeth. I wanted to ask, could you please look into my third eye and see what's going on in there? <laughs> if there's some blocks or something happening. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for trusting me. Absolutely. Ah, Marcy. All right, you've got an object in your eye. It comes in from the from your right, and it's a big old metal thing. And I would love to take it out for you. Is that okay? Absolutely. Thank you. All right. So what we're looking at here is a spiritual object. It's a fourth-dimensional object. What's happened to you is that this was placed somehow, probably from trauma, could have been, we don't know yet, in a, in a personal session, I'd be able to suss that out. But right now, we just know it's it's just killed your third eye. So it's trying to, at least. Um, okay. And so it's causing this dramatic-looking energy that goes almost like a big, thin metal shard going through from the right side through the third eye, through the wow. front of the head. So just take a big, deep breath, and I'm going to move it. There you go. Good. Okay. Another big deep breath for me. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got energy flowing through my body and chills. <laughs> yeah. And I'm giggling. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Giggle. This is good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm still healing your penile gland. Okay. It's been terribly damaged. Okay. There we go. All right. Now take another big, deep breath, and we're going to bring light up through from source all the way through to your beautiful penile gland and your beautiful mind and just perfectly open it like a gorgeous lotus flower in the mind there we go all right now it's going to take a while for your your third eye to heal and your penile gland to heal but i want you to use that visualization of a beautiful bright golden lotus flower coming down from source through the crown into your mind and opening i don't want you to practice with your third eye right now. 
you need to let it heal. Give it like 21 days. Okay. 21 days is a really great time for healing because that's how long it takes for the brain to have a new configuration or a new habit or a new setup. So go ahead and allow this this single meditation every morning to open up that beautiful mind of yours and heal that penile gland. I just want you to see it healing and healing and healing. And then after 21 days, practice with the very, very basics. And just do that a little bit, but don't tire your eye out. Just be really gentle with it. I don't know how long this thing has been stuck in your head, but um, it's been a long time. And so you just got to treat it like physical therapy for your third eye. Does okay. that sound right? Yes, I've had um, many injuries to my head and plane crash, car accidents, you name it. I hit my head a lot. And um, thank you. I really, I mean, there was one accident when my head went into the steering wheel. And it oh, actually it opened, but the plane crash was the big one. And oh, I'm so glad you're alive. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm working yeah. on that one, too. <laughs> yeah, this is incredible. <laughs> but, wow. Uh, thank you. I, you're I really welcome. feel the energy in my head, and um, also energy is just flowing through my body, and um Bless you. Thank you so much for your healing and also uh, giving me a meditation to do to help me to heal my pineal gland and my my mind because my brain hasn't been working well. Yes, and this this particular just very super simple. We don't want it to be complicated. Okay. Um, Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope to work with you again. But I'm so very glad that that this is that I was able to help you today and get that shard out of your head. Me too. Bless you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Marcy. Okay. All right. We have time for one more caller. Let's go to, oh, my goodness, it looks like Bridget in Houston. Hi, you're on mute. Oh, yes. Hi. How exciting. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi. Oh, hi, dear Bridget. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. How can I help you? I'm so excited with the free, with the third eye. And um, when you talked about that we shut it down at some point, that very much uh, kind of resonated with me because I believe that when I was little that I had abilities and that something shocked me and I shut it down. Would you be able to help me with this, go back and kind of see? Yeah, let me examine where it's at right now. And see what it's going to take for you. I would mm-hmm. love to do that. Is that okay? Yes, I love to. Great, thank, thank you. you. I, I, it's is part of my method to ask permission every time I go in to see someone spiritually because it's rude, <laughs> just to show up. So, uh, thank you for trusting me. Ah, yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, you've got a healthy third eye and. It's very in, inward-looking again, um, but uh, it's been totally shut by your free will. So that meant that, yes, you're right, that something happened when you were young. Somebody said something. I mean, it's so simple. It could even have been just a sentence, 
and that would have mm-hmm. shut your whole third eye down. It's incredible how powerful words are. So let's find her for a moment. Just go back in time, and I think what I'm seeing is like you're about four years old or three years old. So you are really young, really, really young. Does that resonate with you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So find her. Find little Bridget. Do you see her? Can you imagine her? Mm, kind of. Kind of is good. This is that's <laughs> fine. Kind of is good. So we have a little bit of a shape of her. Now, she's real small, so we need to reach out to her. And what you want to do is kneel down in your mind. Just kneel down and, and reach out like you would a small child. And say, hi, little Bridget, would you come sit with me? And will she do that? Will she come to you? Yes. Good. Okay. So we have her and we can say, little Bridget, you have some special gifts. Will you trust me? Will you trust me to play with these beautiful gifts? Will you come with me? What does she say? Yes, yes. Yeah. And you feel that. Can you feel it in your heart? How she does She does yeah. want to, to come with you and play with these beautiful I gifts. I feel so much love from my side that, you know, it's not easy to tune into her. But Yeah, that's okay. This is actually you. So, yes, it can be a little mm-hmm. bit weird to feel... Both. (laughs) That's okay. Um, But your heart, your heart remembers. So Mm -hmm. these memories that we're asking to come up, this this visualization of her, is actually not from your mind, it's from your heart. Because the Mm -hmm. heart mind has perfect memory. The brain mind doesn't have perfect memory, Mm -hmm. but the heart mind does. So that's where we're, we're coming from. All right, so we ask her just right now. And so we'll practice real quick with uh, one single thing. And I want you to, I know this sounds odd, but I want you to actually just look at your hand. Look at your hand and say, Little Bridget, will you look at my hand with me? And just gaze at it with your your 3D eyes, with your open eyes, and look at your beautiful hand. And now close your 3D eyes, and I want you to imagine your hand in front of you. And see the light that is the soul coming through the hand. And it may change shapes a little bit. It may shift around. That's okay. Let it do its thing. And I want you to show little Bridget your beautiful fourth dimensional hand. How does this all feel? (laughs) (laughs) A little strange. Yeah. Mm hmm. It feels like playing with her. Yeah. And in fact, doing work on this beautiful dimension is like playing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
And so we just want to invite her to join. All right. So good news. When you were doing that and you looked at your hand, your third eye opened. Wow. Yeah. So it feels a little weird, but don't um, push it too hard. Just mm-hmm. practice a little bit every day and invite little Bridget to come with you until she's until she doesn't need that anymore and she can just integrate back with you. Wow. I love that. That's very That's beautiful. Incredible fun. Beautiful fun. And you have a healthy mm-hmm. eye. You have a very healthy eye. So enjoy it. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. You're welcome. Thank, thank you, Lauren. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Okay. Wow. It is incredible. And just understanding how we can work with it much more. You know, we we know no fluoride uh, in the water, that sort of thing. But really working with the third eye, with these exercises that you gave today, these are really great skills. And then the work that you do, again, private sessions for folks, and then your courses, uh, beautiful to assist people in learning exactly what you know. So thanks for sharing. We really do appreciate that. Do you want to add anything else uh, quickly about your special offer, any of those other downloads that come with that? Yeah, so my session that I'm offering is actually 90 minutes long because I feel that it's very important to do a thorough first-time session um, if if you are a first-timer. Um, and and so we really do an incredible amount of work. We do it from head to toe. So it's an incredible amount of work. And it's not only just doing this, seeing and um, validating you, but it's also medical intuitive pieces as well. So I just want people to know that. And then um, I did 94 different MP3 classes several years ago called the Ancient Templates of Wisdom. And they are based in different universal attributes that humans all have, and they're energetic attributes. And so when I do a session with somebody um, afterwards, um, in this offer, I'm going to send you 10 that are handpicked um, specifically for you and your purpose because there's so many and it's like a giant library. It can be a bit overwhelming. So I get to go in and say, ah, what does Bridget need or what does Jean Marie need? I'm going to find 10 of these MP3 classes to help them. So it's a whole lot of really great um, energetic uh, listening. So, for example, I might pick one like healing or love, and what you'll learn about is the history and the culture behind those concepts, those frequencies, and then exactly where they show up in the body and um, how to use them. So they're really useful, practical MP3s. And then um, I've also got the uh, Crystal Seed Workshop. And so this one is actually the recording of the one we just did, so we're still in this really wonderful manifesting crystal seed energy. Um, But it was so profound. Oh, my goodness. It was beautiful. And we're going to be doing an updated one in January. But this is the process of taking the 4D stuff that you've been learning and all that beautiful inner work and actually purposefully doing 
this incredible work and process to manifest it in the 3D. So we are building that relationship between the universe, you, and your beautiful spirit, and the 3D world. And that's what that beautiful workshop's all about. And you will also receive, um, when you email me about your session, I will be giving you the worksheet that will go along with it. Um, and that worksheet you can use over and over and over again. And it's and I had somebody say it's a it's a really complete worksheet. So I, I'm really proud about that. And then the last part is the best part, though. <laughs> it's the mm-hmm. six week the six week course I'm doing about third eye development. We're going to start from the very beginning. We're going to start from you know point A, <laughs> and we're going to move up into the very highest realms of third eye development and we'll do it together live and I'm really thrilled about that. Six weeks, one class every week and all of them are recorded and and you get my notes. So I'm going to be giving notes for every class and I'm an expert note taker. <laughs> so I'm really excited about that in particular because in a way this is going to be the culmination of all of my psychic abilities and all of that work um, teaching it to people so that they can use it for everything that they're doing to make their lives so much happier, to have access to the angelic, to have the ability to have a paradise in your mind, to do remote viewing, to do all of these things. And you can. So really, it's wonderful. It's your divine right. And I'm here to help and here to teach. So I'm really excited about it. Well, we thank you for that. That offer is full of really great programs and trainings. And I just want to say, even though uh, the course starts next week, these are Mondays. And if people can't join live, they are recorded. I just want to reiterate that. And even after this event is over, they will be available in downloads because this information is timeless. We can work with it even outside of the live setting, especially yeah. since we get your notes for that. So thank you for this yes, beautiful absolutely. special offer. And I want to say it is available in two payments as well. Just click it and add to the shopping cart and you'll see the option to pay for it in two monthly payments. And again, the upcoming event that we have in January, that one is an online healing retreat with you. It will be on a video workshop. It's a video community. It's a beautiful way to connect with everyone. And stay tuned. That is not on sale yet, but it will be soon, and we'll let everyone know about that. So, My goodness, Elizabeth Wood, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here and for your special offer. And as we close our circle tonight, I just want to give you a moment to share any last comments with everyone. Well, I just really thank you all so much and and for trusting me and, and for believing in yourself because I really do believe in you, and I believe in humans. I love this earth so much, and I love humanity. And everything I do every day is always based in that incredible love that I feel for where we're going next, for the new earth. It is the most 
wonderful golden age that we will have ever experienced and we get to start it it's it's us we're the ones that we've been waiting for i love that term so resist nothing and welcome welcome all of these wonderful beautiful opportunities and gifts that you have Thank you, thank you, thank you, Elizabeth Wood, for this quantum conversation. Truly are, we are anchoring new earth, visualizing it first in our third eye, holding that vision and watching it manifest. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Namaste. Thank you, I love you. Namaste. We love you too. Blessings. Okay, thank you everyone for joining us as well. It is now time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. This will be a little bit of a shamanic trance dance. Love is free. Enjoy.
Just on the holy light, holy light, holy light. 
My wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, 
Suzanne and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.